0: Can't just go around trimming everybody's bush, Randy. Welcome to Dad's Being Dads, episode 278 with Randy, your host, and Jason here and uh right on the scene. We have a uh an incident. What happened, Randy? I heard some stairs, some crashing as you were prepping for the show. Yeah. Was there there was everyone alright?
1: There were some stairs <laughs> I think everything, everyone will be alright. We have uh yeah. Uh, we got home late from from the boating as you do (laughs) and uh of course it's late kids are thirsty hungry tired cranky all this stuff and they just can't do normal stuff like just go to bed so they took a shower because we were in the lake water and my son's goofing around, leaning into the office. He's soaking wet. His feet are wet. Everything's wet. He's dripping all over the walls. Like, my wife's going to freak out if the paint gets wet, you know, just paint, whatever. And he slips off the side of the stairs and falls, like, mm, three stairs, because there's we have no hand railing on this one side. It's kind of by design, but... So he slips and lands on the pointed corner of the stair on his back. Mm-hmm. And I watched him do it, so it wasn't like. Ouch, yeah. He hit the ground, he hit the stair, so I didn't. There was no, like, spine breakage. I could tell that right away. I'm like, his spine is fine. But okay. he definitely hurt. Like, it scraped him real good. Yeah, yeah, it didn't, yeah. That it hurts. Didn't cut him, because it's, like, a dull stair. <sighs> but on the one hand, you know, I'm like, oh, geez, I'm concerned for his safety. Check him. And then it's like, as soon as he's alive, just get out of here. <laughs> right? Yeah. Take this to bed, put an ice pack
0: on it. It's a tricky thing because you want to have the fun, but then the fun comes with the after the fun part, and that's not so fun. Yeah. And they just become irrational, little, like crazy people that have no control whatsoever about their emotions and any sort of sanity is yeah. out the window.
1: Do we do that?
0: Did we? Do we?
1: Um, uh, not to the same degree, right? Well, here's another example. Okay. So the whole way home, we're we're biking home from the beach. It's like 5 miles. Yeah. The whole way home, my daughter's practicing riding no hands uh-huh. down a dirt road that's full of potholes just everywhere. Like, uh-huh. Can you you're doing awesome. Looks awesome. You're fantastic at this. Could you just stop? Like I'm cuz it's always just you know, she's super overtired. It's like 8:30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hands up in the air, putting her hands behind her back, putting her hands behind <laughs> her head, you know, pedaling, doing all these stupid tricks. And then hitting a pothole, weaving all over the place, just barely catching it at the last microsecond. My like, oh, goodness, what is, why? And then we're like maybe 100 yards from our house, and she crashes. Oh, right, yes. She, she somehow managed to dance over the bike and... I tried to, as politely as I could, say, could we make that the last one for today? And she's, what? She was outra- outraged <laughs> to me. What? I'm like, okay, I guess you're not really hurt. She got back on her bike and kept doing it. <laughs> <goodness>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I do notice, for sure, when uh, my I my, uh, get tired or I've worked on something for too long, I get fatigued. And I notice that, like, I start dropping stuff a little clumsier and take those shortcuts that don't actually turn into shortcuts and, uh, get a little short tempered. So yeah, I think it's us too, but it's like not as magnified and we don't have big giant people that are three I or four see. times their size yeah. come down upon us, like with their own crankiness and tiredness and like frustration to help just magnify it. So, yeah,
1: I mean, I could see if I were like drinking or something, that's usually what happens, right? That's the whole hold my beer thing.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. You broke up. What'd you say? You what her?
1: You If, if, if we were drinking, that's things escalate, right? You get tired. You oh, get well, yeah, more yeah. drunk and you're like, you watch this, right? That's when adults do the watch this.
0: Oh, yeah. But sure. I, I wasn't, I'm,
1: I wasn't trying to do wheelies the whole way home on my cargo bike. It's no, no,
0: that's, I didn't say we're, no, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we never did the notes for the show tonight, so I'll do them right now. Um, yeah, but I, I think it's, I, I think again, we're a little more mature. We have a little more, uh, self-awareness with some of this stuff. I think that's a, pretty key thing as they get older they they get a little we get a little more self-awareness i'm still finding myself my finding myself becoming more i'm finding myself finding myself become more self-aware about stuff but yeah so i think it's different but like i said happy father's day yeah 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 what'd you do
1: um my wife actually brought me breakfast in bed Mm.
0: it's annoying (laughs) isn't it Breakfast in bed? Not that they they do it, but it's like, it's impossible to eat. It's, it's like, hard to eat. No, yeah. well,
1: it's, we had a tray, and the tray yeah. was pretty stable. And uh, I had coffee. <laughs> and it was a little bit, it's a little, it's a little bit hard to eat. But. So,
0: yeah, we do it for my wife, and then they did it for me, too. And I was <laughs> like, this is not nice this is not good she's like no it sucks and i'm
1: like okay <laughs> i okay. thought it was fine it was good the oh, see,
0: we don't have a good ta- we don't have like a table tray so it has no legs so it's like sitting on my lap yeah, so it, anytime it didn't someone
1: have, mine didn't have legs either but it was no one was jumping around in the bed oh was, yes like, so. i was like eating by myself it's kind of nice i don't know <laughs> i like, know my daughter was in the bed because she would slept in our bed
0: oh okay <laughs> wait she didn't help make
1: it no no oh, just my yeah. wife made it no
0: oh see well
1: that's nice of her
0: there's then like a husband's day There's an, or a wife's day, right? There should be a husband and a wife's day. I guess that's your anniversary, right. but that's like you both. Oh,
1: I see. Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. When you don't have kids. A well, day you appreciate each other. That's every day, isn't it?
0: But you said your wife made the breakfast for True. you. Yeah, which not bizarre. your kids making. Now my kids, I think participated. I'm not sure. I know when it's Mother's Day, my kids participate for sure because they got they get really excited and they got ahead of me. I'm like, well, what are we doing? Okay, uh, we should make the bacon before the eggs, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> so we'll, we'll keep the eggs warm somehow.
1: Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so you're being strict about the uh, the nomenclature there. That makes sense.
0: I'm, I'm not really being strict. I'm just saying there is not an equivalent. There's always a parent's day. There's a grandparent's day, but there's not a mm-hmm. spouse day. I mean, it's your anniversary rate right, again, but again, it's not a time where you can, and maybe we should invent this. Maybe that's could be our thing. Our, our uh, contribution to society.
1: No. Oh I not, thought you
0: not, that was, uh, that was weird. No. <laughs> 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 I don't know, man. I'm really finding some struggles here with my what I what my role in society is these days and how to contribute in the appropriate way. Yeah, me
1: too. Uh well I told you you uh I kinda like that whole podcast I listened to, which which I sent you the links to. The ones you I did? was talking about a few weeks ago. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's called the Hidden Brain. It's another NPR podcast, I think. The Hidden Brain. I don't, this is hidden, no Hidden you sh- Brain. You sure it was me? I thought so. Hidden Brain episodes. Uh, are you making that noise? I sent you a message. So I wrote it down in
0: the chat to you so oh, that I would not forget it. But I see. I guess I, I could have put it in the notes.
1: <laughs> Episode wrap uh, on trial. No, the air we breathe. Oh yeah, this one. June twelfth and June eighth. The air we breathe, implicit bias, and no, that's not it. Police shootings. Wow. Uh, yeah. June 8th and June 1st. Okay. Uh, justifying the means, what it means to treat all suffering equally. Very interesting show. And then mm. uh, playing favorites when kindness towards some means callousness towards others. And this is what we've talked about in the past. I thought I talked about this on the show. So this guy. There's kind of a focal point of this episode, which was this guy who very much weighted everything he did in terms of uh, bringing the most amount of help to everyone equally. And at one point, long story short, you know, he's done all kinds of things, gives away a lot of money. He donated one of his kidneys. Do you have two kidneys? Livers? Yes, two kidneys. <laughs> he donated one of his kidneys just yeah. to a stranger. Okay. Like, like didn't know that anybody needed one. He just volunteered to say, take one of my kidneys. Yikes, okay. Because Ooh. I have two and I don't need it and it's going to save someone's life, so here. And of course, his girlfriend wife is like, what? You know, yeah. <laughs> you can't do this. Uh, and in a similar way, one of the episodes, I forget which one was talking about, if... I did talk about this because the whole premise, the easy example was if you are say walking down next to a canal or something and you see a baby drowning, do you save the baby? Do you jump uh, in and save the baby? Uh, oh, well, yeah, it's, uh, Yes. I don't it's know. Any, it's it's a yes. No question. Do you jump in and save the baby?
0: Um, I guess what it, it's like, I can just jump in and save the baby. Like there's yeah. not another, like there's not, it's well, not being in the process of being devoured by alligators or... No,
1: you're not at risk. There's no risk to you. Yeah, so then I save the baby. Right. So the, here's the twist. So you add on... Okay, well, you to jump in and did you save the Is baby... Is there you a don't trolley
0: have... coming anytime soon? No, no trolley. Okay. You just
1: don't... You don't have time to, like, you know, put a bathing suit on. So you've got, like, your phone in your pocket, your wallet... Your fancy shoes, your nice pants, this kind of stuff. So you, you, I have none of those things, except the well, phone. Well, let's pretend. <laughs> your, phone, your phone's in your pocket, let's say. Okay, yes. So you, you jump in the river and you destroy your phone. There's a few hundred bucks worth of a phone. But are you still going to save the baby? Yes. Or are you going to be like, I'll take my phone out of my pocket first? That well, I mean, right? if,
0: if I can take my phone out of my pocket, I yeah, will. Yeah, let's say you don't
1: have time. So you don't have the time okay, to take your yeah. phone out of your pocket. Do you still save the baby and sacrifice the phone?
0: Would I trade my phone for a baby? Yeah. That's what this is coming down. How are you asking
1: me this? And I, uh, It's a yes or no question. Yes. Okay. So what the premise of this show is, <laughs> that seems obvious that if we're walking by a baby drowning in a canal, that we would, sure, we'd throw our phone in if that's what it took. We'd dive in with all of our stuff on and we'd save the baby. Why then do we only do that if we're willing to give up a $200 phone, $500 phone for a baby that's drowning in front of us? Why are we not giving up $200 or $500 to save a baby on the other side of the world right now?
0: Oh, you did talk about this, but I don't think you tied it back to the show, like uh, this this other podcast. You mm-hmm. said this, why don't we Yeah, mosquito nets.
1: Mosquito nets. That's what this that's what this right. that's what just came down that to. That was one of the most efficient ways. Yeah, because yeah. for, for short money you can buy a lot of nets. Yeah. And it's you buy I'm enough malaria, and it's a yeah. guarantee you're going to you're going to save you're going to save some kids lives. Yeah. <laughs> You won't ne- you will never know them. You will never know who they are. Okay. Or which ones right. you saved. Yeah. In any way. You just you won't know. But you will, you you pretty much guaranteed that say like 2000 dollars will save a few kids' lives.
0: Mm-hmm. What
1: are you why asking me? Why aren't we doing I don't know, I forgot how we started this in the book. Well, first I time. thought you were doing it. I thought you said I'm gonna start doing this. I know I did say I was gonna start oh. doing it. I haven't started yet. No, <laughs> <laughs> I got to start buying malaria nets because the, the baby okay. isn't drowning in the river right in front of me. That is the whole point. Oh yeah. There's- and I get it. Uh, but I mean, I do. Yeah.
0: Okay. So here, this is where this, this, this goes, right? Because I do give to organizations that are, um, uh, you know, not mosquito net organizations, but I, mean you know, I support four children in Haiti that I've met, that I met, you know, mm-hmm. I've met them. So I don't know if that counts, but, um, there are other children that we, that we support through compassion international now. However, you feel about that organization—that is—that—that's what we give to, right? So there, there are organizations that we do this for. Um, yeah, and uh, other uh, what stuff. Were we talking
1: about just to trigger this. What? What triggered this whole conversation?
0: I have no idea.
1: <laughs>
0: that's funny that I have
1: no idea. I wish we could rewind while we were recording the
0: implicit tonight. bias said it was a hidden, something about the hidden pin Well, those brain. were the two shows. Oh, what well, was our role in society? That's what it was. A I wrote it down in, in the society. notes. <laughs> yes. What is my role in society? Like right now, it's, oh man. So I know this is like super cliche, right? And it's like, oh, the white guy is trying to become more woke. So he picks up, you know, uh, white fragility and he picks up a book by Martin Luther King. Now I read a you book, did. I listened to a book by Martin Luther King and I finished it like first week of May. Right. Uh, the, 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 the radical King, right. And it's a bunch of, um, speeches by Martin Luther King and with some, uh, narr- and they're different narrators, narrators, different narrators, but it's very, it's very good. And it's also, um, yeah, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, you know, he, he was very smart, very educated. We talked about this, but you know, I, I listened to that before all this racial, before the George Floyd incident and uh, murder or whatever you, um, I'm not trying to <laughs> ah, <laughs> words, right? <laughs> whatever you want to No, I don't it, Whatever. Right. It's, oh gosh. I, I hate this. This is what, and then, you know, this is what this whole freaking book is about. Right. And whenever white people start talking about race, they get all like uh, awkward about it. And, sure. and we do, but so this is it. Right. And, and I'm listening to this book and there are some interesting things. And one of the, prem, one of the points I brought up today in, in our work chat was about how, and, and I kind of, I twisted it a little bit because, um, this this was an interesting takeaway from the book. Now, if you haven't listened to the book uh, or read the book, I, so far I recommend it. I'm about halfway through. And, uh, you know, it can't hurt to to become to listen to some of this stuff. I'm not going to sit here and say I've agreed with every single thing the author is. Now, the author is a white person talking about race, but she's directing it at white people. And she says right out of the gate, she's like, there's going to be stereotypes that I use. And that's part of this, right? This is part of the conversation, right? This is not me being racial or whatever. And this is directed as a, as a, whatever she says, cis white female, I'm writing to cis white, you know, I'm writing to white people. Right. Anyways. But one of the things she says is that part of the, why this, all this racism has become the way it is systemic racism is. And, and she says in order for women to get the right to vote, men had to agree to it because men had the power to vote. And the only way for the vote to be changed was for the, 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 the group in power men to vote, to give up the, um, to hold on that power stronghold yes. yeah stronghold on that power so she had the, the women had to get enough men to agree that women should be able to vote and so in order for you know black people to get the equality that they they should have or they you know that we have says in the constitution all men are created equal or all people are created equal or whatever is for the power people the people in power to have to have to uh vote to diminish their own power and uh by giving more power up
1: and well so- there was a voting equivalency here as well what black suffrage
0: well yes right yeah and it did it did say that you know it did point out that black women didn't have the right the same right to vote until the i, I don't know the voting law amendment which was the 60s at some point um which was well after the white women had the right to vote uh mm-hmm. And so it, so that was one thing. And, and that, that, that sort of, that's an interesting viewpoint for me, but so now I'm in the power class, right? By this, this definition it's and by amazing. the conversation.
1: not amazing? I was reading the wiki page. What? It wasn't until the Voting Rights Act was passed nearly a half century later in 1965 that black were I was gonna say allowed to exercise the yeah. right to vote. That is not that long ago. No, no, no. My parents you know, that, were. That means, yeah, it's like the yeah. our parents. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, are likely
0: extraordinarily I, racist <laughs> to,
1: to, be, to be honest well, <laughs> like- well, uh,
0: okay so again you know and then it, <laughs> it defines racism in different ways right and the, the the easy simple way that we say racism is like somebody makes a decision based on uh the color of somebody's skin now i, I at face value i will say and Again, this is you have to kind of read the book to get some of this, or or to understand some of this stuff. And I bet a lot of our audience has, or it's popular right now. Anyways, um, I will say that I'm, I, you know, I, I, I'm not that. I try hard not to be that. I'm sure I have done it. I'm, and I'm sure I probably will do it again. But um, I'm not like I don't nest. I don't have I. This is all the, this is the book. This is all these things that, that white people say to say that to convince you that they're not racist. But I'm saying the things like but the, there's another definition of ra- racism like oh, I have black friends. I have friends of color, blah, blah, blah. Like that doesn't mean that they're not racist. Friends it's just color? it's a That's way a of yeah, okay. it's there's all kinds of things of color now. Um, yeah. uh, what was I going to say? Darn it. Uh, I totally lost my thought. Fin- oh, the other definition of racism is like not being um now i would now i will say like i don't think my parents are overtly racist in that definition and that's the definition people will say that people are racist and then they'll use that definition and they'll get really defensive about they're saying i don't make decisions based on like i wouldn't hire i would not make a decision on race to not hire somebody based on their color like so in overtly, that sense yeah yes. okay I well saying, yeah. even subvert like look
1: no we're looking at merit now yes Boom. okay
0: so now then another then the definition of racist is racism is not changing the system that i just talked about how not being able to willing to give up my power and to be able to be willing to vote for the benefit of minority class or that kind of stuff and that's like a sort of a much bigger definition of racism where um that 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 does exist and it's a much harder thing to like address and to like it's harder for people to see yes yes and and it's uh, harder now even because it changes and we make it harder to uh, it, she, the the author was like, it used to be almost better when people were like, no, you don't have the right to vote, and this right. is why. But then it is now, and it's like, no, we make it hard. Like all the voting stuff that's harder to make to people. I yeah. don't know you put something on your Facebook today about like, it's like harder to make people vo- harder to make it for people to vote, so that people that are don't have as much privilege or accessibility or whatever you call it, you know, internet access forever, they can't vote. So that's a form of racism in the sense that we're excluding those people from a
1: fantastically yeah bizarre system where like and I don't even fully understand this the people that are currently holding office are in charge of holding the elections and somehow can be like we're closing all the polling places in the districts that we don't want to show up like how is that a thing uh, yeah <laughs> So this is very strange. But at some point, like, yeah, who's who's governing the government and all this? Stuff. Well, that's when I,
0: I used the same sort of logic to apply to the police in my conversation with you guys today. It was like the police make the rules
1: about what the police do. They make their policies. like they, they make their so how well, they're not supposed to. I mean, they're not so they don't make laws, but they do pick and choose what they enforce.
0: And they, and they define sort of their training and stuff. Like, yeah. Like and they define is, yeah.
1: how they enforce it and what's uh, – yeah. yeah. So they, they, there's a lot of wiggle room in there that's very yeah. interesting.
0: This was about an incident that you showed of a woman that suing – this is a Canadian incident where she was dragged down the hall. And she may or may not have been unconscious, but she, she was right, – unconscious, but not
1: because of what the officer did. But her, her hands were bound
0: her. behind her back, and the guy just dragged her – I don't know if it was yeah. a male. It was a woman. Out, woman, was a woman. Came, woman officer just dragged her down the hall on her face. Yeah, and and she was, I guess, unconscious. Like, I didn't, I, I couldn't watch the video. I was, it like, was painful. This. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> I watched like a thir- three seconds of it. And I was like, I don't need to watch anymore. <laughs> but again, like to the point, like we made, I said last week on the show, like, or maybe I didn't even say on the show, but like that's probably their policy, which is awful, right? Like the policy needs to change, but how do we? How do we do it? And that's where I'm like, back to okay, we're back to my role in society. Like, how do we do this? And well, wow. okay, so actually,
1: I'm picturing <laughs> this stupid emoji. Uh, one of these episodes, and I think it was Hidden Brain again. To be honest, I don't know what show it was. They were talking about, they were talking about is there implicit bias in people? Oh yeah, and I think it's the next episode. Of course right. we are. Of course there is. I, uh, oh yeah, they right here. The air we breathe, implicit bias, and police shootings, right? And they did some really interesting tests where. They, very basic tests, you know, this like this philosophy, not philosophy, these psychology experiment things you'd go to in college if you ever participated in those. Uh, you go in and, and they'd, they'd have this video game and they'd basically say, <laughs> it's kind of absurd. They, they did it for non-police, right? They had all these people basically say, you run through this video game and you're supposed to shoot the bad guys, like shoot the people that have the guns or something. And they would, and disproportionately people were... Um, shooting the the innocent black folks, or they were shooting the black people with the guns quicker, um, and they were pausing Jeez. longer when they would see the white people on the screen, even if they had guns. Like, oh my if goodness! They yeah. Guns, right. Yeah. However, they eventually. This is the interesting part. They eventually tested actual police officers. Okay, and I was getting worried when I was listening to this. I was yeah. Like, oh, yeah. This is not going to be good. <laughs> It turned out the police also had that sort of implicit bias where, you know, just like people did, where they would sort of they would have a different different amount of pause, whatever. But they were able to control it like they were able to say they were able to not just shoot every black person with a a gun they saw, (laughs) like every black person they saw on the screen. They were able to control it. And what they found and this was the really interesting part (laughs) that kind of blows all this stuff up. Right what they kind of found was <laughs> the situations where someone who is trained to you know override their implicit bias and, and and have this situational awareness uh all that goes right out the window when they're say losing sleep oh. or, they're, or they're under a lot of stress in some mm. other way you know where the situation is just and it's like okay, and the reality is like we have police working double shifts, yeah, triple shifts, like all these back to back things where they're out late at night. They're that's why you know, I've like,
0: never understood these the, the police officers or doctors, surgeons run at work twelve right. hour shifts. I've never understood like how like <sighs> I don't want the guy, I don't want the surgeon on no. you know eleven hours into a shift. Like no, no, give me the fresh guy. I'll wait an hour. Right, wait till that's the shift. I, change. I, I just scheduled
1: don't. the fresh guy. Yeah. Whew. Wow. made sure it was right after lunch like you you have a nice meal talk to him you got nothing going on in the morning great it's good for me have a nice lunch sit down relax don't have a beer just you know yeah wow take a blast of dookie before you come on in <laughs> yeah come get in fresh of, get that out of the way <laughs> come in nice and fresh and yeah. then I'm all yours
0: you had a good conversation with your spouse at home this morning no problems <laughs> kids got off the school smooth
1: right? yeah, yeah. I actually when I saw the surgeon uh, in the like Emergency area when he was at he was frazzled he was a mess I don't know what kind of oh, day no, he was coming man. off of but I'm like I don't want that guy touching me and <laughs> then when we scheduled the surgery and I went in actual for the morning of the surgery and I was talking to him then he he was glowing oh God. he was he was look, he looked amazing and he was yeah. all put together and I was like wow okay this is much better I like uh, this is uh, yeah huh. let's go forward so but yeah that but, was very interesting yeah. to me that kind of like simple. Let's not overwork them. Let's make sure they're getting enough sleep. Let's yeah. not put them in super stressful situations beyond what is necessary. You know? So that's so, why
0: I, I I'm kind of getting a little beat up with some people that I'm talking, not beat up, but like I'm getting some pushback from some people where I'm like, I show a little sympathy for some of the police officers in some of these situations. And I'm not talking like the, the George Floyd thing. I'm talking about the like riot, responding to some of the rioters. Like those are stressful situations.
1: Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Right? So, I think we've gone over this time and time again, at least from what I've seen. Yeah. It's like, so there's people out, say, let's just say they're peacefully protesting, because I don't want to call them rioters. There's a lot of these peaceful protests.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then they just say, hey, send in in 50 cops with clubs and gas and weapons and all this stuff and have them just hold a line. It's like, well, what for? Why are they holding this line? Why are they blocking this street? Why don't they want the protesters moving this way? What if instead of, you know, because then they're standing there in the heat, in this gear and getting all like, God, these people are pissing me off. I'm just trying to like do my job and stand here like I was told and they're yelling stuff at me and they're saying stuff, and I just don't like them. You know, And they're just going to – I'm empathizing. Right? They're going to get more on edge and more on edge, and, more, and all of a sudden they just, you know, they shove somebody because they get too close. Yeah. And that guy gets mad, and now they're macing everybody, and now it's like – then they're throwing rocks, and now they're clubbing people, and it escalates. So, <laughs> like, why, what was the point in sending them there in the first place? Are they, pre- are they preventing something, or are they just causing it to escalate? Could they go in and say – you know what? We're going to stand in front of these stores because we don't want you smashing the windows of the stores. OK, fine. Line the sides of the street. Let the protesters walk through countless times. Not countless. I could count them many times. I saw these situations where they literally boxed in the protesters. Yeah, they did. And that. then like rushed them from both sides. Yeah. For what reason? Because they were breaking curfew. Like-
0: I, I, I I don't know. I think it was wrong. I mean, I don't think they should have been.
1: But that's but so I'm sort yeah. of empathizing with the police in this case and saying like, who told them? Oh yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Who yeah. sent them in there to do that? Right. I, I, because I mean, th- as a group,
0: it's bad. Right. I think as an individual, when they make a mistake like that, I mean, you you set them up to do this. This is what I get. This is why I get a little nuts. Because here, go put a bunch of armor on. Right. Get your biggest gun or get your baton. Have it out in your hand, ready. Be on full alert. You're going into a violent situation, mm-hmm. but be calm about it.
1: You can. You can bet yeah. I'd be clubbing some people. I I know. If you put me in that situation
0: too, <laughs> I I don't think I'd have the demeanor to. I watched a video where some drunk, really, really drunk white dude was screaming at one of these riot cops and he was black, called him the N-word, everything else you can imagine. And he's just standing there in his face, screaming at him. And the cop was just like standing there. The two cops on each side of him, was they were both kind of like, okay, buddy, you need to back up. They, were, I'm like, I couldn't have done it. I could not have been maintained my composure about it. I mean, we're, we are starting to see some of the, them police themselves too. And by them, I mean like the protesters and rioters. Like, there, I saw some videos of them lighting a fire, right? There's a fire in the street and they're trying. There's a bunch of, there's a big circle. Someone's got a video going, throw stuff on, throw stuff on. And somebody walks out there and dumps three bottles of water. And then and just somebody just else it out. Yeah. yeah. And they put it <laughs> out. And, and, and it was like, and then next guy's like, someone goes out there and he's like, next person to throw something on this fire is going to have to answer to me. And like, I don't know, big tough guy, but yeah, big I, was tough like, guy. I mean, but the point was like, and then they were like, and these were, many minority people that were like, don't do this. This is not what we're about. We're not trying to burn and destroy stuff. Like stop doing this. And, and so they, I, I, it's, it's complex and it's very hard, very hard thing for people to do. But I think in the end I've I'm really coming around on, we need to figure out how to like train these police officers better and, and more, much more situational, like fine. You have your riot police, but when you call the riot police, like they're equipped to go deal with a riot. They're not being called to, Go to this. It's not the same guy that's being called to like go to show up at a school for a daddy daughter dance or bring your daughter dance or whatever. Like it's not the same guy. It's not the same training. It's not the same. But that's I think we we create these these cookie cutter one one does all cop. And then when they make mistakes, we're like, well, I wonder why. Uh, to me, that to me I'm like, I, to me it seems obvious why they're making mistakes. It's because they're trained to make mistakes. And I don't know. <laughs> we're kind of getting off a. Of, are you still there? Are you frozen? <laughs> are you just like letting me hang myself? Str- I'm here, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I didn't really expect to talk riots and race and stuff.
1: Riots. It, well, even it's as simple as that, right? Even when you introduce the idea, when people talk about what's happening, if they preface it with rioters. Well, I was talking are... about
0: the rioters. I wasn't talking about demonstrators because I do feel- No,
1: like... but it, fine. Talk about the rioters. But yeah, when someone talks about it in general, they'll say the riots that are going on or this or that. They won't yeah. say- protests they'll be like no I'm, I'm not going to one of those riots you know and it's like okay, oh, okay yeah. you're already going into this with some <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true chip on your shoulder about what's actually happening right uh i didn't go to any i mean i saw some local protests that i uh you know probably should have participated in but we were whatever I don't know, <laughs> and they were all peaceful protests no yeah. the police were there blocking roads helping out this kind of stuff and it's kind of a little bit hilarious that this the The whatever, the contrast of like, hey, we're against police brutality and the police are there making sure (laughs) things are going smooth. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And, but I don't know. It's just interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. So where's your place in the world? I don't know what to tell you. I don't know.
0: But here, I know we got some mail, two mails from the same guy. Rufus writes in and he says... This, this is our place in the world Randy thanks for the podcast I really enjoyed the chance to tune in and feel a little bit of sanity for an okay. hour so I don't know if we're sane or not Um, it's super like hard to figure out Um, all this stuff like I, I really struggle with a lot of this and like what to do with the kids and like I found out one of my neighbor's kids went to the protest or demonstration I'll say in, in Acton here and I was like oh that's cool but I, it was all on her it was her interest in going and I'm like did I asked you know I asked her dad if if he was going and he's like no I didn't go I'm like all right, um, I, she just went by herself I guess I was like all right that's cool if you want to do that and he's like yeah whatever and so, so that but our place in the show is to uh, to provide sanity,
1: well <laughs> Which to me it's is like I don't it's, even
0: understand where that's coming from but. Well, it's
1: interesting you you mentioned that right Cause, so we had this conversation my uh, my family came over for Father's Day, and. Sort of I'm not saying my parents are overly racist, but they were in that generation. And I know like my grandparents were because I witnessed it as a kid. I witnessed them saying things, direct things about those people across the street and what they do and what they're up to. Like I was sitting there going like, wow, I don't understand what you're saying. And, (laughs) you know, my nice old grandparents. Right. And so certainly some of that probably rubbed off on my my, my parents and whatnot. But whatever. That's not the point. The So we got into this conversation because my my niece was there. And she's 18, 19. I forget how old she is. She's heading into college next year. College is in a rough situation with the COVID situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and we started – she's becoming much more woke herself. So she went to one of the protests. And yeah. She's becoming a, a big environmentalist, right? But with each thing she decides she wants to do, you know, they're all, like, pooping all over it. Just like, let me just shit all over that for you just to show you how horrible the world is, right? Bleep. Ah, you're wasting your time, you dumb. <laughs> you're just a kid, right? And it's like, and I'm looking at them. I'm speaking generally. I won't label who exactly is doing it. Like, what are you doing? Like, this yeah. isn't your job. Your job isn't to be like, hey, look how awful the world is. ha, I got everything. I have everything I need. Yeah. Right. you're wasting your time with this dumb stuff Like I don't get it you're supposed to be supportive you're supposed to be nurturing you're supposed to be like okay let me see if I can empathize with what you're going through and why you're digging into this stuff I mean she's a woman she's a young woman right and it's even yeah. worse because no one's taking her seriously but that's part of the problem like no one takes her seriously because she's a young woman she's a yeah. kid she doesn't know what she's talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. she's a woman she doesn't know what she's talking about She's so naive. She's so young. You just add, put it all on the list. And it's like. And you wonder why they have like confidence issues. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So I jumped totally on the other side with her. It was really fun because I started, I was like, you'll love this story. Right. And I'll give you kind of just a story about basic, basic town politics stuff that I'm involved in. (laughs) And, you know, it's it's this short cycle of, oh, you're going to read an email, but I'll make it really short. Yeah, I said, well, you know, the golf course in town here in my town is actually owned by the town, and it's it was purchased with this this CPC money. <laughs> it's public knowledge, so yeah. I'm not like revealing any weird secrets. <laughs> but it's not being used in the way it's supposed to be used. So it's being used a little bit illegally because the, the clubhouse is being rented out, this sort of mm-hmm. thing, and they can't do that because of the 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 money that was used to purchase it means it has to be used for open space. It a golf course qualifies for that. But it doesn't have to be a golf course. It could be anything. However, so they're using it illegally for like 10 years. Okay. And we've, we've tried to fix it. But there's no real motivation to fix it because there's no punishment. Because the people that would apply the punishment play golf there. Yeah. And they like golf. This is the thing. Yeah. So, so then, and she's like, oh my God, I know. And I'm like, and guess who they are? She's like, old white dudes. I'm like, yeah, old white dudes. So we were going back and we were riffing on this old, old white dude thing, which was hilarious. Yeah. And then I said, well, it gets a little worse because at one point there was a subcommittee put together to evaluate potential uses for the space that's currently the golf course. And they're like, oh my goodness, we could have. You know, several, several of them there. They were like, "We, you guys could have this park. You could do, you know, all kinds of things like the park in your town, like our Park. We could have fields. Yeah. We could have this. We could have a playground. And you know, like all of those things, any of them, list them, tons of space, all of it. We could have all of it. Cost money to build, whatever. We could figure that out. And they did this subcommittee and they did research and they invited, what do they call those little studies? Like, uh, whatever they, they in, invited feedback from the town and that sort of thing from constituents. And basically, all of the golfers showed up to the meetings to say, we don't want it to change. We want a golf course. And at one point, they had to, like, divide up their findings, the the, the polls. They had to filter out everyone that wanted golf courses and no. only show the people who voted for something else. <laughs> so they submitted all these ideas back to the Board of Selectmen and said, here's what we found. Here's what. Would be really nice. Here's what it would cost. Here's what people are interested in. And it gets dropped on the floor because
0: uh, oh, the right. Board of selectmen all plays golf.
1: Oh. <laughs> Wait, but they can't. Can they can't just? Of course. And, you... and my dad looks at me and he says, well, that's that's <laughs> your government. It's it's called a representative government that you elected them to do to, oh, to yeah. vote on your hmm. behalf. And I'm like, no, no. And, you know, and he's all smiles about wait, it. he's like, that's not he, how the selectman work, though? Because he literally just got back from playing golf there, uh, oh. <laughs> which was part of the joke. <laughs> and I said, no, no, that's not how, like, a representative government's supposed to work. You're not supposed to just vote for somebody and then they say, yes, I won. Everything that I want goes. <laughs> yeah. Which is how some people behave. Yeah. That's not how it's supposed to work. They're, they're still supposed to solicit... The You know, what's the the mood of the township? Where are people's feelings? What's the sort of where are we going? Who wants what? Like, it's a difficult job, right? Yeah. But from what I've seen in many of these cases, it becomes just a little old boys club. Oh, sure. Yeah. And they all vote the same. You know, they all look at each other like, what do you think? I think what you think. You think what I think? Yeah, I think what you think because it's what he thinks. And that's our patriarch. That one guy sitting at the head of the table who's been here forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, you know, being all gruff about this, and like, oh, definitely no. We're going, oh yeah, definitely no, because of uh, reasons that we just made up, that we have no expertise in. But uh, it sounds good because I said it, and then you said it, and I heard you say it, and it was exactly what I said. So that must mean it's true. And it's it's amazing to watch. And then they, there it is. That's like just goes round and round. You're sitting there with your jaw on the yeah. floor, going, what? <laughs> And, and, we're, and
0: we're stuck with a and, I, and yeah well I, and how do you how do you change it i, I don't know I, I, I mean i really don't and then in my town there's a lot of people that are really upset with that that our board of selectmen is you know all 68 year old white dudes or whatever but the problem is, well, they have one time. of the problem is, yeah, <laughs> nobody's, I, I hate even saying this stuff anymore. Is like, cause I get, feel like I say it and then it's an excuse and someone's like, but that's not, you're not, you're missing something. And maybe I am. And I don't know where, how to fix this pipeline thing, which is part of a problem, right? Mm-hmm. Cause we find it with race and, and tech and stuff and, and minorities in tech and women in tech, but. I, I'm like, how do you, it doesn't matter. I'm going to stay on topic, but nobody wants to run for town government. Nobody wants to do a selectman job. It sucks. You're going to get four hour
1: meetings that are two nights a week and, and once a quarter. Like who? The, I have thought then, about this. They're doing it every week now. I'm, I want to do them. Oh my gosh. I've thought about this a lot and yeah. I do, but guess when I want to do it?
0: When or where? When
1: I'm, well, yeah. When, when. Oh, when, when you're retired, right? When like, I'm older and retired. Yeah. And this is part of the conversation that I had with my niece about this. I said, I want to do this when I am older and when I am retired. And I have to be very conscious of, am I voting the way that I think I wanted things to be when I was in it? Right. This this is the way it's always been. This is the way it always should be. This is the way I like it because reasons that I have, or am I looking at, What's up and coming? What will do the most good for the most people? Bring the biggest benefit to the town? I mean, a lot of what they vote on is just financial impact, which is fine. Uh, So uh, yeah, I mean, and and you know, who who goes? You know, goes to those town meetings? (laughs) The people who want the graveyard swept. Well.
0: yes but you know what like it's the people that are old have nothing else to do and they have the time right i'm like, not
1: kidding they go to all the meetings and they complain <laughs> oh that the graveyard hasn't been mowed in the last week and we spent oh, all of our dpw budget funny uh, i mean I
0: don't, I don't want to disrespect them right you know and all that stuff but like, I no no i'm I totally know.
1: against graveyards i do i wish we should just we should just do is there a <laughs> way to do away on. with graveyards
0: that's like i'm not no we've <laughs>
1: I'm not kidding. It'd be very it's it's That's a hot very important for
0: some people. That's very important say, for some cultures. To say like how do
1: you dig up existing graves? That would oh be Oh my tough. gosh, dude. Yes,
0: but that's like sacred for some people. I'm not about to like But it takes up too much space, uh, why? man. You, you can't bury everybody. Oh. Uh okay all right Uh, i'm not that's not a that's not (laughs) i'm not stepping in that one you can't Uh, i'm fine but he wrote rufus Rufus wrote in twice that was the first one thanking us for our place in the world the second one is uh, (laughs) speaking of bikes i had this yamaha bike when i was in japan years ago it's a pedal assist and a step through and it was awesome love it it was about 900 bucks and a new Uh, New at retail at the time And from a reputable company When will the US learn that bikes are cool And he gives me a link that's actually in Japanese I believe so I I clicked on it 900 bucks
1: That's amazing
0: So it's a step through pedal assist bike And I think think it's I can't tell Uh, Did you send it to me? Yeah I mean It shows you a picture of a bike And a bunch of Chinese words around it Like a lot of It's like Okay here it's coming Oh that's not it
1: Oh for crying (sighs) out loud (laughs) <laughs> so I'm buying, for my same niece that I was just talking about, I'm yes. getting, I'm buying her a bike cycle, which I kind of showed you. You did. Um, And it's not an e-bike and it's more expensive, but it is, it's like a very dutchy step through all that kind of stuff. I'm going to look at the, yo, Yodobashi? That's not Yamaha. Yodoh, Yodobashi. No, I know, but I'm telling you the beef weight. Ooh, is... look at that.
0: How come I don't have a translate button? I know. There's no there. translate button even on this thing.
1: Uh, what if I write? <laughs> <right>? <laughs> <laughs> uh... Mm,
0: Yamaha mm-hmm. electric. Oh, it is a e assist bicycle pass yeah, C20 C- type battery. three st- step internal gear 12.3 amp hour. Okay. So, yeah, cool.
1: Yeah. That's that. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's a cu- I mean, it's, it's, it,
0: it is a culture thing. Like I am, I'm coming to, like, I can't get all around, like you going around on this thing. One of my neighbors is like, Hey, let's go for a bike ride tonight. I'm like, are you crazy? Like he wants to go cycling, like full on, like latex okay. all this, at yeah. night. And I'm like, latex? I'm, I'm, what? <laughs> Not latex, whatever. It's like, like Russ. Word. <laughs> latex? <laughs> What kind of cycling you doing? Full on latex. No. Full on like like, you know, cycling, cycling, not spandex. Yeah, yeah, like for cardio workout on a bicycle at night. (laughs) And I'm like, not interested. Not there's nothing interesting about that. Come on, it's not that bad. I'm like, I know. He's like, You have lights? I'm like, I do have lights. But he's like, I'm not going to do this. Like, this is not for me. Um, I don't know. Yeah,
1: not now. Nah, well, I like riding in the woods at night and stuff. That's fun. But, but not, the, yeah.
0: again, it's the speed thing that freaks me out. Like yeah. on the road and going a million miles an hour, like twenty miles an hour in the dark. With I'm overriding my light and hitting. Well, a you're gonna hole. hit like a squirrel and die. Yeah, yeah. right. It's just gonna be. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not not worth it to me. I was just like, no, that's I'm not interested. So, that this is back ordered. This bicycle. E-assists. Yeah. Can I add one to my cart? I just hmm. nope. Well, sold out so thank you for writing in rufus i'm glad that we provide some sanity and that uh you're in on Can the bike thing i forget i th- I, f- I feel like he's in minnesota somewhere no i don't know he's got a. how did he oh when he lived yeah, when he lived, lived okay. in japan yeah, yeah 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 okay uh i don't know it's probably yeah. doesn't
1: probably doesn't have one now
0: it's not that bikes aren't cool it's a big and culture I don't, thing yeah here. I don't, it's it's just that we, we it's not safe <laughs> that's what it comes down to I know, but it's not it, safe because it, that's what we offer, and it it's goes right, back to right, the
1: right. same uh, the same change problem, right? Our yeah. we had our oh yeah, we had our town meeting, right? And a lot of towns around here, were trying to figure out how to do town meetings safely with COVID stuff. Many towns held them outdoors, like under tents and stuff. Some held them indoors, just with wider seating. Have you had yours yet? Do you know? It's Monday, I think. Yeah, well, I'm I'm, act-
0: I'm gonna be the old white guy that goes and complains of what they did to well, the where basketball how they, court. How are they hosting? I think they're having it inside at the high school. Okay. And mm-hmm. it's like contentious because people are like, I, I, this is unright, we can't do this, we can't have it inside, people are going to die. Nah, you'll I'm be like, fine if you have masks. I think I, I, I think cool. it's going to, I mean, we have three cases in town It's it of COVID. Space out, about. you wear yeah. masks, yeah. you'll be okay. Nobody's going to go, I'm going to go and complain about the basketball court shenanigans. Like I, this is the thing like so in my town for those <laughs> listeners we have two outside basketball courts. Now they were replacing two of the elementary schools and one of the basketball courts is right next to the property where the elementary schools are. They're going to tear them both down and build one combo giant new school.
1: Wait, are you telling me the whole town only has two basketball courts?
0: I'm I'm brushing over the thing. But every, as far as I know there is only these two basketball outdoor basketball pub outdoor public courts that I know of. I don't there's none at Nara. There's none that I know of. There might be some like neighborhood courts that I'm not aware of, but these are well used. They're central to West Acton. There's two of them. On the weekends in the summer, there'll be four games going on. Two half court games or, you know, both. I've gone there and been like, oh wow, okay. We're well, gonna shoot some hoops with the kids or whatever, and and not been able to because they've been full. They moved they filled one of the courts with trailers and destroyed the court like rolled the big old trailers out there put these spikes in the ground to hold them in place and then jacked them all up put them on cement blocks. so I don't know if it's in the long term plan but they were going to have to they're going to have to replace the courts now and I've heard that they're going to be there for two years so you've taken half the basketball courts away in town and destroyed them and and like ruined them and for two years right next to the court is a whole big asphalt platform where there's a gaga ball pit and uh like of uh, the world map painted on it but it's huge it's the same size as one of these basketball courts and i'm like what the why couldn't you put the stupid things there left the basketball courts i mean they left the hoops up and they're like navigate <laughs> it's kind of funny i took a couple pictures the hoops like right between the two and it's like right at the end of a baseball field i'm like how oh, this is so dumb so I got all, I'm all, like, this is the thing. Like, I hope, I hope when I'm 65 and I'm going to town meeting and I'm like, or whatever, and I have the time and I'm like, those kids need a place to play basketball. Right? They should, you know, and instead, and, and we're we're, you know, I'll I, I will, I'll be all grouchy about it and I hope not, but those kids should be inside because of COVID or whatever. And there was a lot of that going on. And when COVID first started taking off and the kids were nothing to do and kids were still playing basketball, so they had a zip tie, the stupid court shut and everything. But I'm digressing. But the thing is, that, yeah, this is one of those things where I'm like, do I go to town meeting and waste my four hours on a Monday night to get up there for two minutes and be like, I really wish you had done something different? I mean, we don't have any money, but I wish you had done. So here are some pictures you could have done. You could have put them here, here, here. I don't know. Two years of this, you destroy. Like, it's going to no- go nowhere. And it's just going to well, be. It's, me sp-
1: it's kind of too late. That's why you got to spin in the wind. Those. Yeah. But I, I don't.
0: Yeah, fine. It's like, I, but here's the thing: like, if I had heard about this six months ago, a year ago, like, mm-hmm. there's nothing I could have done. I couldn't have said, "Well, why don't you put them over there on that asphalt court?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, good idea." Like, are they that dumb? Like, I don't feel like I should they be are. that involved. But, but, but I, well,
1: there's a goggle ball pit there. I'm like, are you? serious? Yeah. Uh, so I'm. I don't know. Sort of being the old man that complains a lot. Of, I, I've now put a stake in the ground. Why well, didn't finish telling you what our town did? Old so man town, shakes his
0: fist at a cloud.
1: Yeah. Our town held town meeting and yeah, they so, decided to uh, make it uh a drive in. <laughs> oh really? You didn't know this? No. So but because it was it's very much a cultural, like this is the message you send, this is what you get. They sent a map out to the town that because we had this big mill in the middle of the town. Yeah. Like they basically they drew on the parking lot and said and, and <laughs> what's super hilarious is they, they spaced the cars out too. So it's like they didn't <laughs> They didn't fill in every parking space. They made each car be oh, one space away. Okay. It, was every, it was every other space. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and and that was it. The only thing they advertised was oh. you have to drive there. And I'm and I'm jumping, of course. I'm like, wait, are you requiring oh, a car this for people to attend town meeting? Yeah. And they're in like little fine print. They're like, no, no, no. There'll be an area off the side somewhere. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, like, yeah. You know, mm. This kind of stuff. Like second passing thought just. You're an afterthought. Yeah. And so, what do people do? They all drive there, even though they live literally half a block away. Yeah. Because the town told them to drive there. They said, "You have to listen to, you have to listen to your radio." And the only way to get a radio there, of course, is in your car. Because yeah, you, you have to have a two thousand pound pounds radio pounds and two hundred yeah. horsepower to. <laughs> all the radio. And dead what some somewhere. people said. They're like, wait, did you really, did you guys really drive there? And they're like, yeah, the town told us to. We had to listen to it on our radio. And and that was really it. The town told everyone that's what they should do. They didn't say, hey, walk to town meeting. We'll have this big tent for you to sit in. Oh, and if that's too much for you, we'll also have parking. Right? They didn't yeah. reverse it. They said, drive here, park. And that's it we we'll broadcast it on the the, the town radio station. They, they broadcast it over the local radio station. And then you kind of held up voting signs out your car window, which was absurd. But it, I mean, it worked well. you hold really a well. voting card out your window? Like to vote? Yeah. That was how you raised your hand? Yeah. <laughs> <The giant>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> was it like bright yellow or something so you could Yeah, see? it was like
1: green on one side, red on the other. You know? Oh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> it, says, it says yes, no. Yeah. <laughs> So it worked, like it was successful, right? In what way? Like people but it was went. And you, yes. Like yeah, people went. I mean, how many millions of dollars worth of motor vehicles were brought to this one lot? And it's just like that's what we do. What do you mean? That's just it.
0: Just that's picturing with the things. giant, the giant sign out the window that has a giant oh, thumbs
1: up. I've got, of, yeah, I've got or pictures. Thumbs there's, pictures down. there's tons of pictures of it because they were so psyched about how well it worked. Oh. And it's i like, oh god, I hate this place. So like,
0: oh, we did a similar thing where my son had to pick up his yearbook, right from the from the junior high, and my wife was reading the thing. She's like, no, you got to show up this this you time. Have to drive there. Yeah, you have to sh- show up at this time, and you have to. Have, we're, everybody in the car needs to be wearing a mask. You can't open the windows, and you got to leave the trunk up. I'm like, what? Why we can't open the windows? We got to have a mask on
1: and they got to be because that's up. the way they wrote it.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, then what? They're going to put it in the trunk and then they'll close the trunk and then you go away. Yeah. I'm they like,
1: wrote that with our school too.
0: I was like, can we, like, we, I'm like, send Jason over there on his bicycle. Will you pick up the stupid <laughs> yearbook? Like, can that's we what do it? and they give it to
1: yeah. him? Oh yeah. Uh, for, for, they, they went to pick up all their belongings from their lockers. Okay. Yeah. And so you were, they were the same thing drive yeah. drive through they called it drive up drive through drive everything drive 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 everything was just drive this you, you my ass i'm driving to the school it's <laughs> a mile from my house like no way so i sent max my older son to his school alone okay yeah. so he's wearing his mask he biked over there and he basically filled his backpack with all his locker stuff i'm like i don't care they're letting you i mean just if i go there they'll, compl- they'll like send us away and make us drive back or some nonsense yeah so you go there alone and he came back with all the stuff you've seen a lot of stuff and then i rode my bike over to my daughter's school and just got in the stupid car line <laughs> there was only like three cars and they they had all the kids belongings kind of outside already yeah and they said what they said this was the funny part so they said put a sign in your windshield that says your child's name and their teacher's name because that'll make it easier for to for pick up pick up their stuff for you and bring them over to your vehicle. Yeah. I was like, that makes sense. So, <laughs> so we have these two chalkboards that the kids use. These little, uh, you know, they're like maybe a two feet wide kind of thing, foot high. Mm-hmm. So I took both chalkboards <laughs> and wrote Molly James on one and her teacher's name on the other, and stuck them on the front of my cargo bike. <laughs> And the teachers were, you know, they were super cool about it. Like, oh, yeah. hi, hey. They, and they're, they're, of course, they're talking to me. Like, hey, you know. And I don't remember their names. And <laughs> I was like, what's up? How are you? You know.
0: What like, up, And they're wearing masks,
1: too. Yeah. <laughs> what's up, teach? They're wearing masks. So I can't yeah. tell who they are. But oh, they yeah, know who yeah. I am because I'm the, the guy on the bike, of course. Yeah. So they know who I am. But that was, they had no problem with it. It was cool. They, they handed the stuff right to me. I threw it in the bike. Really, yeah, right. It's funny. like, so they... People do what you tell them to do, and yeah. we keep telling them that they have to drive there. That it's a drive-through. That it's a this. Yeah, this, yeah, this. yeah. Even with the, even with the, um, I don't know. In some of these cases that really is are bizarre to me are like we're talking about cars again. I know people are complaining. Or the well, the I'm fo- I'm, the food I'm talking more things. about
0: stupid policies. That are yeah, it's, stupid I guess it is making. kind of stupid policies,
1: right? Uh, yeah. And I even I talked to the board of looking about this in one of their meetings. I said, listen, because they were trying to do a project that was going to basically pave over the entire school. And I, I, I flat out, I was like, you guys, you're going to get the behavior that you design for. Right. And if you yeah, if you pave a loop right up against the kindergarten windows, you're going to get more parents driving to this school, more parents speeding through this like racetrack that you're designing here and just more angry people, more exhaust, more danger around the kids. And then you're, you're also paving over all the places they currently play. So like, what, what is your goal here? Do you, do you want that? Or do you want them walking to school? Like, which is it? Yeah. And, uh, that was sort of the thing that I was, my old man issue that I'm putting my stake in the ground on.
0: Is not paving the school over? No, I finally
1: decided that I'm going to, I'm like, I'm, I'm very tired of complaining that like sidewalks are blocked both with cars and with bushes (laughs) and stuff. And so I, I don't think I sent you the map. So I I rode around town (laughs) one day (laughs) because I tell, I tell the police, I tell the town administrators, I'm like, literally look, I'm talking to the police chief, like on the phone. We're video conferencing. I'm like, look out the window of your office. (laughs) There's a truck parked on the sidewalk directly across the street from your office window. He's like, Oh, I'll make a note of that. Maybe sense it's there 24 seven, like <laughs> you are willfully ignoring this thing. Like, you, He's like, yeah, you know, well, some of my, the guys, the, if, if I don't tell them to look out for something, they don't look out for it. Back to this policing issue <laughs> we were talking about. They choose what they will enforce. And so I was like, oh, I, I don't know what to do about this. So I rode around town on my, on my bike cycle. And, I just took pictures of everything that was blocking the sidewalk. And I got like 30 cars in maybe like a four miles of road. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and bushes that were all overgrown, yeah. the same thing. And I threw them into a Google map, the route and all the pictures and sent them over to the town and the police chief and the town administrator and the DPW guy. And, you know, I'm right down the list, like, Hey, DPW guy, they're destroying your sidewalks. Hey, police, like yeah. you said you were going to enforce this. Hey town, who are we catering to here? Like, do you want people walking? Because they can't. If if there's a truck on the sidewalk, how is a mom with a stroller supposed to, like, get around this thing without dying when it's, you know, on a main road and yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. high curb and all this kind of stuff, let alone someone in a wheelchair? I mean, I, I, I'm i pretty sure people with disabilities have given up because like, the only way they could get around is with a van. <laughs> right? I'm not laughing at uh, – yes.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing at the uh... – I'm not laughing. I'm crying in the inside. No, I'm serious. You're right. I know. They have to. Yes. They have to have a van and they got
1: to park right out front because there's no way they could navigate anything. And and the idea is like they have,
0: they could easily get through a a space that's three feet wide, but instead they have to have a 5,000 pound vehicle to manage to get to the same.
1: Uh, It's just, but yeah. Yeah. So that's my thing now. So I only sent them one and they didn't really do anything. So I'm going to go out. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go out like once a week (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez. and do the same. It's kind of fun. It's kind of cathartic, but then I'm going to start laying down some kind of ultimatums (laughs) because I I won't, you know, not, not to threaten to vandalize the cars, of course, but the, uh, the, the hedges, like we have whole sections of sidewalk that are a hundred percent covered with someone's front hedges. And it's like, what's the point of this? And some of them are right on a main road that are super busy. And it's like you you sit there for a minute and you watch kids coming down the street. They have to leave the sidewalk, go out in the main road, go around this bush. Like for what reason? (laughs) So like I've got some hedge trimmers, you know, take care of it or I'll take care of it. And, you know, if I'm out there trimming somebody's hedge, they're going to come raging out of their house. Like, what are you doing? That's my bush. (laughs) Like, okay, not anymore. It isn't. So that's my, uh, that's where I'm going to put my stake. I can't, can't accomplish anything. That's going to be my place in the world. I can't gonna just be... go
0: around trimming everybody's bush, Randy.
1: <laughs> I can.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> The only, so Mike, only I have two, two more comments and then we can wrap this up. Okay. The one thing, like, I, I really want to be a lot of really passive aggressive in these things. Like, take your bicycle, go pick up your yearbook, right? Like, yeah. the problem for me is, though, that is just some poor volunteer. Like, she, she or he or whatever they have. This is some school administrator who's got this crap job. <laughs> which got a, a deal out these stupid yearbooks. because, And they have to follow this stupid policy because some board of health guy, Decided that this was the safe policy from his office, air conditioned, you know, city hall. And she's like, "Ah, oh, this sucks. I'm not dealing with any of this. And we're kind of, I'm kind of seeing this, like like our, our, our neighborhood pool open. There was something else recently that was like, you know, you go to these places, they have all these policies, but nobody's following them. Like we went out to, oh, we went to get, we went out and ate, right. We had went to uh Orchard, local orchard, and we had a, they had, they had flatbread pizzas and stuff, and it's like everybody's got to wear a mask. Everybody does this, everybody does this. But as soon as you walk in there, none of the rules are off, right? I mean, there are some people wearing masks and stuff, and the wait staff is using masks and it's disposable containers. And they're not using plates or anything, but it's nowhere near as strict as all the policies written up on the fa- on the Facebook page or whatever you know the website for the the store. Because that's what the board of health is demanding, but they're just not possible to do this stuff. So it's like, you can complain about that stuff, but you're not going to get anywhere with the people that are always like, Hey, just come. It's, we're just doing the best we can here. So that's why I, I didn't send my kid on the bike. We did use the trunk thing. and You
1: didn't? Oh, man. I know. Well, I wanted to, but I wanted to be the guy Spineless. that showed up on the bike. They were, I know. They were, they were totally fine with it. They didn't care. And well, they that's were the very- thing
0: is, yes, I know. They are. The people are. But it's like yeah. you're going to make their – if the Board of Health drives by or the cops no. drive by, they're going to be busted. I don't want to put those people that are just doing –
1: well, maybe and, your town is bigger and more uppity about these things. But they were they were quite happy to see me when I arrived. I don't know how my son's reception was. I mean, they, they sent the kids into the school to get their stuff, just like two at a time. So, Yeah. Uh, that wasn't a big deal. But they were fine. And then I had to go back again because I forgot a library book. And they were like, oh, you're so sweet. We were home free. And you remember the library books. Yeah, Bring two trips. The stupid yeah. – yeah,
0: I don't know. The stupid playgrounds aren't open in my town yet. Because – Still got your uh, take, basketball I, I hoops I gotta, tied up? I gotta, I gotta take a deep, 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 deep breath. Oh, you know what? It was funny there. There was a kid. So I got, I stopped. I, I want to check this out. My wife told me about it. I saw a post on Facebook. Hey, did you guys believe that they put, so you go over there and there's a kid shooting hoops, right? And the ball kind of gets away from him. So he comes, he comes towards me and I'm like, what do you think about all this? And he's like, uh, Sucks. I'm like, I'm like, no kidding, it sucks. This has got to be the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like, he was like, Who's this adult? And what's he gonna like give me a hard time for playing basketball? Yeah, he like, right? was all like nervous, and I was totally like, No, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. They should never yeah. have done this. Like, <laughs> yes, it was it open or it wasn't open. The basketball court was open, but that guy was like, I'm like, well, I was pointing at the like the other court that they had just destroyed with trailers, oh, and I was yeah. like, What do you think about them destroying this other court? And he's like, Uh. I don't know, and I was just like, "What do you?" then he's, like, I'm like, "It's stupid." And he's like, "Yeah, you're right. Can't fight City Hall." Yeah, you can't fight City Hall. Uh, <laughs> anyways, the other thing I wanted to write in, I was trying to find out where Rufus is from, so I was flipping through emails. He's from Illinois. And he was the guy that his neighbor was trying to get him evicted because his kid was crawling super loud. The kid kid crawling loud. So Rufus, let us know. Did you ever get evicted or did Did you you just strap some pillows on your kid's knee and make it We'll
1: fight for you in whatever way we can, which is not at all (laughs) because... Yeah, take take it up with the Board of Health.
0: (laughs) Ah, Cue the music.